0: Welcome back to another episode of the Symphony Micropod, where we break down one important topic every week in 30 minutes or less. Today's topic is diet and meal planning. Roddy, talk to me about how you define clean eating and then give a little context on what your diet looks like.
1: Um, yeah, so I mean, I feel like, first off, um, just some background on me. I've been an athlete my whole life and um, for and then after college basketball, I ended up uh using my body actually to make me money through the entertainment industry modeling fitness modeling things like that so i have had a lot of experience with kind of trying out different diets and different you know eating schedules and things like that to where i found what works for myself really well um and so i feel like there's a lot of misconceptions out there about what actually is healthy for you, and you've always got all these different marketing schemes of these companies coming out with new fad diets and whatnot, and so, um, you know, I kinda wanna just, uh, you know, help people understand the truth behind what is truly healthy for your body, Um, and, you know, maybe it can help them feel better, look better, perform better, and so for me, uh, I'm on a, uh, I'm all plant-based, so I don't consume any dairy, I don't consume any meat, um, you know, there's, I know those things are high in protein, and so our whole fitness community has always been told, you know, like high protein, low fat, low sugar, and you'll you know look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. But um, the truth is, your body can only really absorb and digest a certain amount of protein at a time, and carbs and different things. And it's not so much about the actual macro nutritional value of something, it's more so how can your body use that. And so a lot of people, for example, because, you know, Matt and I, one of our main companies is a protein bar product. And that's a perfect uh, example of just companies using these, you know, fad marketing schemes where it's like 20 grams of protein, zero grams of sugar. But when you actually look at the ingredients, you can't even pronounce a lot of the things that are in it. And then you'll see zero grams of sugar, but then you see it has 15 grams of sugar alcohol or, right. or some filler, something like that. And and people don't understand that's actually a lot worse than natural sugar because sugar alcohols and different additives like that can uh, actually create problems within your digestive system, and they can actually ferment within your uh, within your gut and cause all sorts of leaking problems and and all sorts of things like that. So. I would say for myself, I would consider clean eating real food. So when you're trying to, you know, another misconception is people are like, oh, I want to go vegan, but it's it's so expensive. Um, And so that is eating
0: healthy is expensive. I hear that myth a lot.
1: Exactly. And that's because people are thinking about these like meat replacement meals and like different like, you know, um, quick, quick meals that they can just throw in the microwave that say they're healthy or something like that when truly like the healthiest thing you could eat is whole foods you know so potatoes fruits vegetables different things like that that are that actually come from the earth without all these different preservatives and and it's, you know it shouldn't be made in a laboratory and that wow. stuff's cheap yeah.
2: and that's the cheapest
1: right. diet if you go to the store and you're buying spinach and beans and and you know grains and all that kind of stuff i mean that's the cheapest way you can shop. So, um, so that's what I would really consider is clean eating is, is trying to get your, your nutrients from whole foods instead of being so stuck on the nutritional value on the label, being more concerned about how does my body interact with this specific food? You know? So for me, um, I weigh like 175 pounds. I fluctuate maybe five pounds up or down. Um, and so I, am always like, I'm the type to where if I, if I don't eat constantly, I get skinny. And so, um, you know, the vegan diet, it can be harder to get in that, you know, protein. So you have to be a little bit more intentional about it. Um, you know, so maybe start making sure you're having an extra protein shake or something like that. So for me to be able to gain, I have to still track my macronutrients and try and hit 150 grams of protein for for myself personally um most of the protein is coming from like beans uh nuts uh you know i'll have one or two protein shakes per day which i use a pea protein powder for that so um being very intentional with your eating um and then yeah that's that's really what i would consider clean eating is whole foods that are plant-based no additives no preservatives none of that bullshit
0: I love it. I wrote down two small bullet points. One is important to eat whole foods. And then two is what works for you is going to be like different. Every single person is different, which is why like the format of all us three sitting down here, we all have different goals, different body types, different diets, different lifestyles. So um, it really does come down to I think it's just a theme we're going to find on these micro podcasts is like, as I was thinking about the first few topics was like, each person you really have to test and figure out for yourself. You're not going to be able to listen to what you're doing with, you know, high caloric demands working out every day and having There's a There's certain- not, not a one
1: size fit all for, for dieting, yeah. um, but yeah. I do think that across the board, the thing that is a common theme, though, is real natural yeah. food. And, and you know, I, I don't care who you are, yeah. milk, <laughs> cheese is not good for you. Like, <laughs> straight- <laughs> you are not a baby cow, uh-huh. so – You know, that's one thing I want people to to stop if they can, is like the whey protein and the cheese and all that, and I know it says, oh, it has 30 grams of protein, dude, that stuff is, you know, it can create cancer, so. Well, it just confuses your body,
2: and I think this kind of transitions us well, because um, like what Roddy's talking about with the whole foods, it actually gives you energy that your body will notice, and you can actually use that energy, and you can feel it in your body, and you can tell the difference between when you're getting that from whole foods or when you're when, or after you eat something that's processed. And I think having that having a closer relationship with the foods that you're eating makes you start to understand that your body really is a system and it's going to react to the quality of stuff that's being put inside of it. Exactly. And so one of the things that we've become fascinated with is the gut to, gut to brain axis which is basically a neural high, neural like a neuron pathway that connects your brain to your stomach, and there's over 500 million neurons that make that connection. So it's like one of the most complex systems in our bodies, and it could it could actually function as its own entity uh, just because of how complex it is. It's it has a, basically about as many neuron connections as your spine. Wow. Um, and so basically, what makes that function properly is is our body's ability to di- digest the foods that we're, that we're intaking but and what a lot of people don't know is that 90% of our body's serotonin is actually made up in our stomach and in our intestines and what creates our body's ability to produce that serotonin is making sure that our digestive tract is is in line basically and is functioning as it should be so that it can send those messages to the brain when it's releasing that the, that serotonin but when you're inputting processed foods into your body that system gets completely confused and it, it damages your body's ability to to produce serotonin.
0: Mm-hmm. And serotonin so, is something connected to like ADD, lots of different mental problems.
2: Yeah, exactly. There's a lot. <laughs> it connects to so many different things. So what people don't understand is that what you're putting in your body actually has a direct impact on your psychological outlook on the world, which is kind of a crazy connection to be made. But, I mean, they've been ancient philosophers have said it for years, you know, like let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food, like see your body as the system and as the machine that it is and feed it fuel. That's going to actually be good for it, that it can break down. It can process. It's not going to confuse it because you want your body to be a well-oiled machine. So it needs those whole foods that are going to produce that, that quality energy for you that's sustained and, and just, you know, able for your body to use
0: how do you kind of gauge, like, okay, I ate something this morning, it impacted me this way, um, or are you at a point where you kind of have a steady diet, and you know what impacts you, and how did you figure that stuff out?
1: Uh, Yeah, it took some trial and error, for sure, Um, because, you know, growing up, I was eating completely different things than I do now, like before basketball games and whatnot, and so, um, for me, it took some, you know, I did a lot of researching, and I tried a lot of different things, and so... I learned that my body, you know, before if I'm trying to, for example, I I can tailor my meal to how I want to feel afterwards. So if I want like a lighter energy, um, I don't want to feel too heavy, but I still want to have like some power, then I'll go for something with like, you know, a light amount of healthy carbs with maybe a little bit of fat. Um, and so that'll kind of help my brain get pumping because fat's really good, like omega-3 fatty acids, different things like that are really good for your brain cognition. Your body can use that as energy really, really easily and quickly. Whereas sometimes if you're, you know, protein can be used as an energy source, but it's more so I see it more as a recovery. Like if I'm, uh, you know, going for like a power workout where I'm going to be doing heavy squats, something like that. I'll actually eat something with a little bit of carbs and a little bit of fat before my workout, uh, maybe a couple hours before to use that as energy. But if I'm trying to shed fat or something like that, I'll actually start pushing my diet to where I'm eating later in the day. I'll do like a fasted, I'll do everything fasted during the day. And then once my body has reached that level where it can't no longer you it can't you know use any of the nutrients in it, it starts to use the stored fat as energy. So um, just kind of understanding how your body processes those things and what the result's going to be. Because I know if I eat certain things, I'm going to feel a certain way. But everybody's different. So you really just have to eat it, see what it does for you, but understand at the end of the day, certain things are healthy, certain things aren't. So it's like, you know, categorize that and then try and time it and and make it so that it's actually producing a result for you instead of just food that you're throwing in your mouth.
0: Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Totally. I I mean, I've done the same thing, especially in the last couple of years. Just like, okay, I have a podcast coming up. I'm not going to eat a big meal because then I'm going to be feeling like bloated and lazy. So I like have a little coffee. Maybe I had some oats a couple hours ago and kind of on edge a little bit. So.
1: uh, Another thing that was funny is like, I used to be um, like, you want to eat really, really clean. But at the same time, there's certain things that your body does need for energy that if you're eating too healthy, it can you can feel like depleted because like, when I was doing modeling stuff, like full time, I was very skinny, I was like skinnier than I am now. And at one point, I felt like my heart wasn't even like beating like it was it was weird. I, I went to the doctor and uh, they told me that I wasn't getting enough sodium. So like I was actually eating too clean. So you kind of have to make sure there's a balance where it's like your body does need things like salt and sodium to be able to like sweat and have energy, but it's more so about, I'd say it's less about the nutritional value, it's more about the actual source of where that's coming from. So understanding which sources have the highest like bioavailability for your body to actually absorb and process and use that nutrient versus just looking at the nutrition. Yeah, I was about to say I really don't even have that much
2: to add to that topic at this point, just because yeah. Rod and I have Live together for so long we kind of eat and do the same stuff but I think like just to just to get any or like piggyback off of what Roddy just said like the timing of stuff makes a huge difference like if you want to eat more like if you're if you know you're going to have a big workout the next day like eat uh, a lot at dinner and if you want to have carbs have it then when you know that you're going to be burning them off and using them for energy Mm -hmm. uh, whenever you're going to use them next. And uh, another thing for me at least recently I've been on a chia seed kick. So I've been putting. I do a mix in the morning of chia seeds. Soak them in water for a while. Have some beetroot extract in there, which gets your uh, your blood pumping. It's good for your heart, um, and it's good for your endurance and energy throughout the day. So chia seeds, beetroot, and some uh, BCAAs. But that's a whole other conversation we can get into yep. about supplements. Also, water. Water. <laughs> yeah, huge. Ton of water
1: drink water bro it's crazy like you should you should literally as soon as you wake up you should have at least two glasses of water definitely like lubricates your whole system like there's times where i wake up and i feel like groggy and all this stuff and like the first thing you want to do is go get coffee Mm -hmm. but coffee dehydrates you so it's like i still drink a little coffee in the morning but it's like not until i have the the water water first you know so really got to make sure you're, you're just staying on top of the game of water. Um, and I don't really drink anything else but water. So that's the other thing. Yeah, is, I love it. Uh, a lot of people think like juice is healthy or something and then you look at the ingredients and it says like sucralose, high fructose, corn syrup, things like that and it's like, dude, you're not drinking juice. So, um, so yeah, so I, I think sticking to primarily water and then if you wanna have a smoothie or something, use almond milk or coconut milk or something like that. But, uh, but yeah, definitely first, First things first, when you wake up, drink a couple glasses, and it—it's crazy the difference I feel like, especially behind my eyes, like I can feel them becoming moisturized. And, eyes for and sure. I'm kicking whole foods, a ton of water,
2: and and try to cut out like the snacking and the chips and like the mindless eating. And I feel like that's pretty much that's super broad, but that's that's all—that's kind of all you really need to yeah, do. Exactly.
1: And make it intentional. Like, don't just eat because you're bored. Like, mm-hmm. do it for a reason. You're like, okay, I'm trying to gain muscle, or I'm trying to have energy for my brain, or I'm trying to detox my system, or I'm trying to get a really good night's sleep. Like, you got to understand that food is what's going to be right. your medicine. You know, your medicine for all of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So just be intentional about it, which
2: will which will make you even less likely to do. Like the, the mindless snacking, because if you're it connects the whole foods thing too, it eating only whole foods helps you be intentional about what you're putting into your body. Because instead of being like, Oh, I feel hungry right now, you know that you can't, you're not just going to grab a bag of chips, you're like, Well, if I'm only eating it. whole foods, like I got to go make it for myself, yeah, or, exactly. So, just I feel like adding intentionality to everything in your life is important, but definitely when it comes to your diet and your and what you're putting into your body,
0: or how do you tactically? implement some of these changes when there's like mental blockades in your brain where humans have habit. So it's hard to kind of get through those habitual things. You guys have done it. How'd you do it? I
2: think just like just like anything, it's just starting small and like even becoming aware of it and starting to th- and starting to pay attention to how your body's feeling after you eat certain meals. And then maybe just start small and try to implement it in your own life. Like maybe just take, this is how I did it at least, like I had no intention of being fully vegan. It just kind of happened naturally over the course of time. Just by deciding to start implementing small things um, like eat cleaner once a week, maybe eat plant-based once yeah, a like week or even like one, or yeah, or like one yeah. meal. Uh, a week, you know, and then just start paying attention to how your body feels on that day. But I think if you're trying to cut something out completely and you just decide to go cold turkey, the only thing you're going to be thinking about is that thing. Right. So which which means you're not going to make any lasting change to whatever you're doing. So I think just start small and really just tune into your body and start to pay attention because then I think your your body will make the decision for you to start wanting more of those meals or more of those days where you're eating clean or just paying attention to it. So mm-hmm. just start small and and stay consistent with it and just like just like I, want yeah. to
1: feel better for yourself, you know? I also think that like what you buy at the grocery store is just the biggest thing where it's mm-hmm. you know it's like you, yeah. can't, you can't eat bad if it's not in your pantry. So have don't even buy it. Like under like, like I think my I I almost think of myself as like two different people where it's like midnight Roddy who just wants to eat ice cream and shit. Like, like during the day, responsible Roddy has to take care of future irresponsible Roddy. So I'm like, okay, right now I'm in a good mode of like I'm gonna buy carrots and. All, this, all these different healthy snacks. And so that's the other thing, too, is finding ways to replace the craving yeah,
0: but with a healthy
1: alternative. So for me, like, ice cream is my, my freaking just go-to. I'm in love with ice cream. I've always loved ice cream. And, you know, I can't really stay away from it. And so instead, I figured out how to make a smoothie that tastes very, very similar to ice cream. So then I'm still getting that sweet tooth is is taken care of but instead of having a bunch of processed stuff and dairy i just had like you know fruits and almond milk and all these different things and you know so figuring out how to like make healthy alternatives that still kind of hits the nail on the head with your craving but you're not getting it from bad sources and just not buying anything unhealthy at the grocery store. Cause yeah, you could still go out and get something bad, but it's a lot different when there's, you know, a pack of Oreos just chilling, staring at you every time you open the pantry versus like, Oh, I actually have to go order something or go to the store. So mm-hmm. I think being as disciplined as possible while you're at the store will help you stay on track. That's big time.
0: great piece of advice right there. I love that. I love that. Um, I just want to say oats, sweet potatoes, olive oil. Those three things are staples in my diet. And I find I get a ton of great energy from all those things. I eat a shit ton of olive oil, like every single oh, yeah. day yeah. as much as I can pretty much. Um, and I do eat some butter too, but what, what, what are the last couple foods that you guys would recommend? Just so like, if someone is going to the store and it's like, what do I buy? Like just buy some oats. They're cheap, super healthy. You can put some honey, almond yeah. butter on there. You have like a super healthy meal for like $2 every morning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you already
2: mentioned potatoes, but for me, I would just say like organic brown rice and then just get some mushrooms and veggies to chop up because you can get so creative with stir fries, mm-hmm. add some potatoes in there, chop up some asparagus or broccoli, brown rice, peppers, All throw right. some soy sauce or some hot sauce on it. You can You can make like 10 different meals off of, you know, one stir fry concept. So rice and veggies on top of the potatoes that you already said.
0: We should also make yep. this like an interactive podcast. So like anyone who listens should totally like take whatever advice or maybe throw their own hey. advice back on social media, tag you guys, tag us all or tag the symphony. And yeah. uh, I think it's going to be kind of a thing where like we're, we're constantly like taking new questions. This conversation is obviously going to branch into like 1200 so, different cool. smaller topics. Roddy, do you have something you want to add there?
1: Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, cause I eat very similar diet with Matt where it's a lot of potatoes, a lot of, Rice, vegetables, yeah, beans. beans. But for me, I would say beans are like just such an amazing uh, form of protein. Uh, for if you're trying to be plant-based, that's probably where most of my protein comes from. And they have really, really good products out there that are like they're not. Um, you know, they're they're not they're somewhat processed because they're created into like a patty or whatever it is. But the ingredients are really clean. So one of my favorites is this beet root. It's a black bean beetroot burger. And so it's literally just beetroot with black beans and uh, quinoa. Um, I'll have to figure out the name of
0: the brand, but um, I think I know was- what you're talking about. I've seen that at the store.
1: Oh, They're a little bit crispy on the outside yeah. and it's like super high in protein, all natural ingredients. And i make those with like uh i also use jackfruit a lot Mm -hmm. so jackfruit is one of my favorites to use as a meat replacement where jackfruit can really soak up whatever it is that you cook it with so you can have like pulled pork it tastes literally like pulled pork barbecue sliders but it's just jackfruit with barbecue or uh, i make a curry um all the time where i use potatoes, um, organic brown rice you know onions, uh, turmeric um, and then some of the curry powder or whatever whichever curry you like but they have a a jackfruit that you can um, soak it in curry and it literally tastes just like just like the meat um, but it's it's very very clean and healthy and Jackfruit has a lot of benefits so I would say jackfruit, beetroot, bur- uh, beetroot burgers, and potatoes are like oh, and nuts. oh, and peanut butter rice.
0: That's oh, yeah, one that's of our a, staples. That's a weird, oh my god, it no sounds way. weird.
2: To try it. I yeah. swear to God, like it's it. Just get the brown rice and put a scoop of peanut butter and hot it's rice just and just stir it around. around. Dude, I swear to God,
1: it's <laughs> so, <laughs> it's super weird, but it's bomb. It's, it's so bomb. But when you think about it, it's kind of similar to what they do with Thai food, where it's like. Some of Thai food, they use the peanut sauce, which is really just runny peanut butter. So also put some sriracha um, on top too, yeah. some avocado, exactly. nuts. Those, also the quinoa cowboy. The quinoa burgers. cowboy burgers from Trader Joe's. Yeah, this is one more. of our
2: staple meals. One of those chopped up in a bowl with literally microwavable brown rice, it's ready in three minutes, open it up, dump it in a bowl, put a scoop of peanut butter, stir that around, quinoa cowboy on top, chop it up, avocado, sriracha put some cashews on it and you're fucking chilling yeah, That's a comfort meal
0: yeah. <laughs> comfort meal that's healthy I love it let's wrap it up we're at like 25 minutes a little longer than we were hoping but super good content really a lot of value to be taken out of this and um, awesome. anything else we want to end on I don't even know how we end these podcasts but
2: we'll save it for another episode I think we should just abruptly cut them off yeah
1: so there <laughs> I was <laughs>
0: perfect boom it's done boom. That wraps up today's MicroPod episode. Leave us a comment, subscribe to our website for exclusive offers, and more importantly, be a good person, keep the conversation going, and we'll all grow together.